This podcast is a part of the Asian Studies, a youth-led organization which aims to support and help Asian students around the world with academics, career, and school life. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Today, we will be talking about the representation of Asians in acting with our special guest, Marie Joy. So, uh, <laughs> so um, I guess, do you want to uh, introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, sure. So I'm Marie Joy. Um, I am Filipino. I grew up in the Philippines, um, but I am currently studying at Brigham Young University. I'm a BFA in acting major. I'm an incoming senior. Yeah. Wow, congratulations on everything. Um, so first off, we'd just like to say thank you for coming on to our um, podcast. Um, I just wanted to ask, like, why did you choose acting in the first place? Like, was there any inspo? Like, did you ever wish to do something different besides it? Yeah, so I think, um, I think all of you can sort of empathize with, you know, having to be good at everything. So I feel like I yeah. had a lot. Of, I had a lot of choices um, in the Philippines mm-hmm. actually um, I chose to specialize in um, social and political science for my last year of high school because you could sort of choose um, a track so I thought I would go into something like international relations um, but I've always loved storytelling um, but I've always been a shy kid um, so it wasn't until I was 18 where I, I got to actually be on stage and when I did get to be on stage I was like you know what I'll just I, I'll continue this um, because I think the whole it wasn't practical it wasn't an option when I was in high school to just study theater because it wasn't practical you know um, yeah. but I think after being in college and like immersing myself in the theater and the arts I think I was like if I'm going to dedicate something, if I'm going to dedicate four years of my life to something, it, it's this. So mm-hmm. that's the choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. I like hearing that. Like arts is kind of your thing. Yeah. I think I kind of relate to that as well because um, I played the violin for 10 years and I used to be a pretty, pretty quiet kid at school. And then I guess playing the violin and I guess being on stage also helps me bring out confidence. So, I mean, I, I like how I like how we relate on that. Um, do you happen to have like any uh, favorite movies um, that you have? Um, that have Asian representation. That have yeah. Asian representation. It's funny because like most of the movies I watched growing up had none of that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so like if you ask me my favorite movies, I'm going to say stuff with all Western actors like Matilda. Um, mm-hmm. And even like Filipino movies, the ones I grew up with, um, it wasn't very notable to me because it, I wasn't conditioned to like sort of like those things. A lot yeah. of my Asian representation favorites actually came from um, Broadway and musicals. Um, so most wow. of my favorite movies actually don't have a lot of Asian characters in them. Um, but a lot of my favorite like musicals and like plays do have a lot of, that's where I found my representation, I think. Yeah. I think it just takes baby steps for Hollywood to kind of take a step into Asian representation and yeah. all that kind of stuff like I know 
I enjoy Marvel a lot and they've been doing so much um mm-hmm. for you know giving a lot of representation like they now they have their own first Indian superhero um from the movie Eternals I was so happy to see that because like like it's something that you know I've always looked for in Hollywood you know growing up with like you know all white um casts and stuff like that for movies mm-hmm. the movies are great like you know no no disrespect but I sometimes just not seeing people like me has just kind of brought down my self-esteem as a whole but now like going up and seeing like us taking steps towards that like now there's um a Pakistani Muslim superhero coming soon um with Miss Marvel like I love that you know seeing South Asian representation especially for me it's like a huge deal and it's honestly amazing um and like speaking of like like Asian figures in Hollywood and all that kind of stuff like what kind of like Asian figure do you look up to the most like and how do those movies like you said like Matilda like how do they inspire you to be like getting into acting majors and studying yeah um so like people who sorry my zoom is right but um Matilda is close to my heart just simply because um it's like it's about books and about, you know, yeah. it's about stories and it's about how stories made you feel less alone. Um, I grew mm-hmm. up in a household that wasn't, you know, and maybe you can relate where we weren't allowed to show a lot of emotions. Um, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's how Matilda, like, you know, like encouraged me. But in terms of representation, there wasn't a lot because all of them were white. <laughs> um, but people I look up to, like um, Rachel Lango, Lucy Liu, um, John John Briones. So John John Briones um, was in Miss Saigon. Then he's slowly transitioning now to um, TV and film roles. So he's Filipino. Um, the fact that I only saw those now, like later in life, I think when I was applying, I was like, the fact that I can't see anyone like me and if there's anyone like me they're not usually labeled as Filipino I think it's time for me to take up that space yeah that's amazing wow that's great I mean like um I mean I also relate to Matilda too because I read a lot of books and Mm -hmm. um and yeah I just I just really I just really like the musical like I've read the book so many times and like just to see the the musical in itself is is really cool um as well um so just kind of leading leading from the i guess um having having your inspirational figures how how do you plan on being an inspirational figure to those who want to pursue acting or just are thinking of uh of being an acting major just in general yeah, so this is a funny question to me because I, I don't think I always I look in the mirror and say like, oh, I'm an inspiration, <laughs> you know, um, but I think I hope to be the kind of artist who gets to play roles that it's not, so as Asian, as an Asian actor, it's either I lean into my stereotype or I, or I am so afraid of that stereotype that you never see me play those roles. So I, I hope yeah. to be the kind of Asian actor that, you know, reminds you that you can do both like I can be a lotus flower I can be that generic Asian stereotype but I can also be so much more Mm -hmm. so I think I hope to be inspirational in a way that reminds you that there's not that reminds people that there's not a single way to be Asian and when other Asian actors see me they're reminded of that 
And it doesn't matter if they want to be like the stereotypical kind, because a lot of us do relate to that stereotypical kind. A lot of us do play those roles in real life. Um, yeah. So I just hope to be able to play um, that range just so that people can see that it is possible. Yeah. And I've, yeah, that's why like leading on to our next question, like, do you ever like, what do you think should should be the goals of Asian representation? Like since we're taking steps towards that and how you're talking about like the stereotypes and overcoming that and also like also being so much more than a stereotype, you know? So yeah. what do you think is like, what do you think the steps should be for Asian representation, the goals and why it's so important? in our community yeah so I don't have full-fledged like solutions or steps but what I do know is that a problem with Asian representation is it's often ambiguous like when we say Asian representation what do we mean like Asia is the largest continent when someone says Asian representation what we usually see is you know like the Chinese um, the East Asia Chinese Japanese Korean Mm -hmm. which you know their stories exist and their stories are important but we also know that Southeast Asia, West Asia, um, we don't often see that. That's why Bridgerton was a big deal because not only did we mm-hmm. see some Asian representation, we also saw like dark-skinned Asians. Yeah, um, that was amazing. Yeah, that was a big deal for us. Um, so I think the goal of Asian representation should be that we want to show Asians as people and not just token token characters. And the when we... Sh- And the point of that is to show Asians in different types of lights and different types of Asians. So I think being specific, not just hypersexualizing Asians, I think. For sure. Yeah. So I think the goal of Asian representation is to just, you know, like, you know, when we watch white movies, we don't say like, oh, white representation, you know, like we, um, we already know that white people are people. And we Mm -hmm. already know that white people can be different types of people. So I think the goal of Asian representation is just to remind us that there's not a single way of being Asian. Yeah, just looking at us as people and, you know, you have the talent, you can be the character in a movie. That's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. You know, Hollywood is a a great way of kind of um, celebrating how we are, like, as Asians, as well as, like, just kind of inspiring kids as well I think that's the most important part just like kids growing up and watching those movies I think it's one of the most important things as well yeah 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 I feel like um I feel like like if you have more Asian representation at least like for specific parts because I know some some parts of Asia is like more underrepresented than others I feel like if you have like an equal representation of each of those each of those areas and like movies at least at least like kids who grow up in those countries at least they feel proud of their like of of, of their nationality and like their identity I think yeah, that's heritage. really important yeah. yeah um and then this also um this also brings me to ask you kind of do you think that your opinions um as an acting major especially being uh Asian gets gets repressed often by the industry or at least how how like how much do you think the industry really um hears hear the Asian community uh those who are acting or pursuing an acting major yeah no so that's an important question and it's a hard question for me to answer because when we talk about the industry hearing my opinion first of all 
are they hearing my opinion? Um, are they listening at all? And I think that starts with the people um, on top. And until we see like Asian directors, um, Asian people running the business, I don't think my um, opinion will really um, will really land because a white director can do its best, can do their best to listen to me, um, but they can only interpret it um, in such, um, there's only so much interpretation that they can do. So until yeah. we get people running the show who is who are just like us, um, then, and it's also like, what do you mean by um, hearing my opinion? Do you have a certain, like, can you give me an example of that? I think maybe like even your experience, like as well, like I know you've done a little bit of short films mm -hmm. um, from what I know so far. So like, like, what do you think, like in your opinion, how sometimes like with your experiences, I mean, like from starting up in the industry, how being an Asian can kind of like be repressed as an actor, you know, it can be kind of hard to get roles or um, there might be some difficulty on set with, you know, certain things and stuff like that, like, you know, directors or writers won't hear out your kind of story, just things like that. Um, if you're not able to answer, that's totally fine. No, 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 I was just wanting to clarify, but no, yeah. that's absolutely fine. So in terms of casting and roles, that's actually one thing that I struggle with the most, being in a predominantly white university. So yeah. when you're in a predominantly white university and you're like some sort of um, person of color or if you're black or, you know, um, people always say that, oh, it's so nice that you're ethnic because you get like you're different, you need more roles. But the thing about yeah. that is so I can only fit one type of character in your white stories and it just doesn't work in the way that you think it does, because if I can only fit one type of character, then not a lot of my stories get to be told because mm -hmm. you're still focusing on the majority, which makes sense, you know, if you're trying to tell a story, like I probably wouldn't do In the Heights at BYU, you know, it's probably not, you know, smart, but um, for those stories to be told, um, we need to, like I said, we need to see Asians in a different light. And I think because we are still telling stories that Ma the majority doesn't need me I don't mm -hmm. think that I can be casted the same at the same level as my peers here um, yeah. because the stories they tell um, I can only play a certain type of character yeah for sure I mean it's all about like how we kind of how kind of what kind of qualifications you bring if you can be the character at the end of the day like I know um I know Zendaya, like she's not Asian, but like she auditions for white roles because, you know, like despite it, like, you know, people are looking, like casting directors look for white actors, actresses, like if you can be the character, you can be the role, like it depends, just it all comes from like the higher rankings of casting directors and, you know, who writes the story at the end of the day. Yeah, which is hard because sometimes like Sometimes they're not even trying to be like, quote unquote, right. So um, like we said before, um, I feel like my cousin really correlates with the situation you're having right now because she acted in several movies. Um, I think she was also in music videos, like the move like Jagger by Maroon 5. Oh, who, uh, 
Yep, and um, Haley Steinfeld, Love Yourself, I believe, and then one no other. No way. Yep, one I other. I love that song in middle school. I was obsessed. And then one other music video, I forgot. I just know it was like really, really popular. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she was all in these music videos. And like, I keep hearing the same comment over and over, over again, like how people who like, who are Asian, like gets, I get, I guess like less of an appearance role than others. Yeah. And that really yeah. annoyed her a lot because, um, and also she was in a Disney Channel show for like one episode. And then, um, yeah, and then she's auditioning for several others, I think this week or next week. But I think just over time and time again, like she keeps hearing the same conversations like, oh, I didn't get this part because it's probably because of my race. Um, and like, it's, it's really, I guess, discouraging to her and like mm -hmm. for anyone who's been through the situation. So do you have like any advice for those, for, for especially Asians who are planning to be in the acting industry or want to pursue yeah, um, actually, before I give that advice, can I just comment on the little, um, like, the representation that the type of Asians get? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and just a disclaimer, most of my, like, research studies and lectures have been on Filipino representation, so maybe this doesn't bleed into every type of Asian, but for the most part, I think the problems Asians get in terms of representation is, number one, it's ambiguous. Like, I think for Filipinos, we're never casted as a Filipino. We're casted as like Gabrielle, like Vanessa Hudgens was Gabriella Montez. She was Latina. And um, a lot of Filipinas play Kim in Saigon, which is a Vietnamese story. Um, and another problem Asians have is either hypersexualization or um, or being too much of a good girl. Like we have this Madonna complex of Asian women and men that mm -hmm. you're either uh, a sex doll or you're just so pure um, and there's no reason for you to be in between that and I think and it's always Asians are always some sort of you know punchline like the joke or the white man's burden um, you you still yeah. don't see them in positions of power so I think in terms of my so those are the problems we have in terms of Asian representation because a lot of people can say like, oh, but I see a lot of Asians now in Hollywood. Um, yes, that's good. But it's also like when you, you when you reflect on that culture, we're never like casted in a specific way. Um, yeah. So I think for advice, um, and I think, I don't know if this is what you expect, but it starts um, for me personally, I did a lot of reflection on what my family would think of my decision. <laughs> um, and I feel like if I were to give like general industry advice, I think Asians can get that from a lot of places. But I think an Asian child just needs to hear that your path may not be everyone else's path in your family. Um, mm -hmm. We value our elders' wisdom. We value the places they've been to but you might be going to a different place. And I just want to remind people who will want to do this that, you know, it's not that you're dishonoring them. It's just that you're starting a new path for people who want to be in this. And that's okay. You just have to learn to not listen to the noise. Um, and I think as Asians, we always want to climb a ladder. You know, we always want to 
um, achieve and earn those accolades. But I think when you pursue an art, I want to remind you that sometimes it's not a ladder, it's a path. Sometimes there's no upper step. You just have to keep creating art. And that's that can be hard because like our family measures how valuable we are in terms of like what we bring home, the medals we give. And I just want to encourage you to um, build that self-awareness that you don't have to bring anything home. So long as you're creating your art, you are contributing to your discipline. Yeah, that's, that's a great answer. I really like that kind of advice because um, like, even though we have a lot of representation, sometimes it's just not enough, you know, like we're not very prioritized. Like for example, um, with Ms. Marvel, there's a lot of controversy with, um, how her powers are changed. They're not comic accurate. And they would never do that to a white man. They would never do that to any other superhero. It's just that because there's this like perfect character, very popular character superhero. And it because like, you know, she's Pakistani Muslim, they decide, okay, we need to kind of pump it up, make her use a bracelet for her powers, which is so bad and wrong because her powers come from her family history her generational like her asian you know generational family like her powers come from that and um that's why it's just important to kind of like understand even for kids um who look into arts or acting or anything like that that you know sometimes you just you're doing this for society <laughs> you know you got to um also do this for like the other kids out there who want to see people like you people like us right so I really liked your advice on on how it's important and how um my brain is losing it but I loved your <laughs> no, advice it was great. Like, you, the you, advice you, you did in... it for yourself and for the people yeah yeah and yeah if you it's intimidating to go into some, like I remember when I was applying at BYU I went into their website and everyone was white, <laughs> like all of the photos. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to remind you that if you don't see anyone that looks like yourself there, it's about it's about pastime for you to um, be the person who looks like you there. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. As a person of color, like you, you, you'd have to work twice as hard in today's society. But, you know, it's all about, you know, patience and knowing what you knowing what's the purpose of it you know for your life yeah and um sometimes you know it, it is hard and there are times when we just can't be passive about it and we may have to be a little aggressive about it and you know that's just that's what we have to do it's not the most fair but um i'll encourage you to be aggressive i'll encourage you to not be the quiet asian that they want you to be because you deserve to tell your stories too and your children deserve yeah. to see your stories mm -hmm. I feel like there's also like this kind of thinking that Asian, um, if you're like Asian, you're supposed to be in like these STEM classes, these STEM jobs. And I, and I think that's kind of a part of the reason why that not a lot of Asians pursue acting careers or like anything or arts, that, yeah. yeah, anything that relates to arts is because they have that perception that their parents say, oh, if you have an arts, if you pursue an arts major or have an arts job, you're not going to earn as much money as those who are in, in, in uh, like STEM majors and STEM jobs. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of the reason why that there's not a lot of representation as far as like Asian representation in just like movies and acting in general. And so like if 
I mean, I don't know if your parents ever had that thinking of like, oh, you need to be uh, having a STEM job, but like, how did you, I guess if, if you, if you did have to go through that, like, how did you go around, around and kind of. Well, no, um, I definitely did. Like, even, even when I was applying for my program, I was still looking into like computer science classes and I don't know how to code. I don't know crap about that, but I was like, but that might be what I need to do, you know? And I was prepared to go the practical route because it was the only route um, that was possible for me growing up. Yeah. But um, I think like how our parents think, sometimes I can't blame them because they've had, they've, we have different privileges than they do. Sometimes I can't yeah. blame the fact that they want to go the practical route. They had to fight so hard to, you know, give me the life that they have given me. But I also, when I was deciding on what I wanted to do for four years, I also reminded myself that it is me living this life. They, they will not be the ones in the classes. They will not be the ones in those rooms fighting for their spot. It will be me. Um, yeah. So I just reminded myself, I have to choose something that I will be proud of dedicating four years of my life for. Um, and I just, and it's a big thing because it's also cultural and a, a lot of Filipinos are very family oriented. And it took a lot of me to decide for myself that this is what I want to do because it only benefited me. It seemed like the most selfish choice, but I feel like I have to learn to make those selfish choices. So I don't look back on my parents and resent them or my children and resent them for like, yeah. I gave up my dream for you like I never want to do that um yeah and in terms of earning money like I believe in you like you're hardworking. we're not bums you know like even if you're not earning money through your eight through your acting projects you will always find a way to find another job and um and provide for your family and yourself if that's what you need to do I believe in um the Asian work ethic quote unquote um you can make it work you just have to want it yeah and I think that's also like really important in understanding that you know um our Asian parents immigrant parents they've given so much for us they've worked so hard for us they sacrificed a lot for us so like it's it's our jobs to kind of acknowledge that be humble be grateful and they gave you this kind of opportunity right they gave you this kind of thing and it's up to you to make that choice for yourself. Like, I know they expect a lot from you because of the amount of sacrifices they've made, but it's those sacrifices that opens a door for you. I think that's the important part that we have, we're, that we're so much more than the stereotypical, like Asian nerd, you know, who does mm -hmm. STEM or computers, yeah. you know, we can, we can, I'm not saying those are bad majors, you know, they make good money, <laughs> um, but you yeah. can also do a lot more it with with and with what you love and I think that's amazing seeing you for the first time like getting into acting it was like such a surprise that and I'm not a surprise but I'm just grateful that like I there are Asian students working towards um arts and acting careers it just gives me that kind of kind of, like inspiration to um kind of understand that I can do what I love you know so yeah you, you you've had you get you've given great responses <laughs> i feel like the responses you gave i think i think they're there's they're like extremely helpful for anyone who's kind of like on the fence of 
of having of pursuing an acting major or just like anyone in general who want to like have acting jobs or just it, just kind of like have a passion for arts but they don't they don't or like they rarely admit to it I feel like mm -hmm. you really brought their confidence out on that a lot um, yeah thank you yeah so um uh I mean this leads this kind of um I think this kind of wraps up the episode as a whole um Zara and Joy if you have any like last words you want to say then you, you can go ahead I'm all good. I said I praised you a lot. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> I just love <laughs> Thank having you, a no, discussion um... with you and just seeing you for the first time. It was just you've had great responses. They also really opened my eyes on um, what I want to do in the year if I ever want to change my major. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so um, thank you for listening to the episode. Um, Make sure to check out Marie Joy's work through her social media handles linked in the caption, um, hopefully below on our post. Thank you so much for taking your time and also being able to talk with us about your acting journey. Um, do you have anything else to add possibly where listeners can contact you too? Sorry, can you repeat that last line? You sort of got quiet. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my phone is so bad. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to possibly add for our listeners where your contacts or anything like that? So. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for having me, by the way. Um, I'm flattered that you invited me. Um, if you have questions or if you want to reach out to me, you can contact me through my Instagram handle. Um, and I think I have my email link there. So if you have questions about like application processes or how to do your um, self-tape if you're applying for a college um, program or how to find monologues, I'll be, I'll be more than happy to help. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. Okay. Um, so thank you so much um, for listening to our episode, listeners, and make sure to check out Mari Joy's work through her social media handles linked in our podcast and in the caption, um, as well as our, in our Instagram as well. Um, make sure to follow our Instagram and Spotify at Love Agents Podcast. Signing off. Love, Love Agents. Agents. <laughs>